From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, I'm glad we're back for another session. Yeah, we're back for another one. Uh, great to be here. Uh, good to seeing you, Steve. Same. I'm, I'm glad. I uh, feel like we've really hit on something, and this has been nice to be able to chat with you and for us to be able to share a little bit about our backgrounds and our worlds. And uh, it, it's always good, I think, to spread the word about programmers, but also try to try try to make sure that we're addressing some of the question marks and some of the areas uh, uh, that are a little unclear or, or not necessarily spoken about in programming. So please uh, continue um, those of you that are listening to reach out to us and let us know what you think and, and share your questions and what you'd like us to cover, because that's why we're here. Uh, with that said, I know that there was a, a listener that reached out to you and I'll, I'll let you go from there. Oh uh, yeah. It was great to hear from, uh, Jennifer Seinhart. Um, she's very active on Twitter. Her handle is uh, nerdy girl AV. Um, she actually, even recommended somebody to uh, reach out to us and listen to our show. But uh, thank you, Jen, for uh, checking us out. And uh, the feedback you're providing is great. Keep listening. Absolutely. And if anybody needs to know how to get a hold of us, other than uh, what we'll mention at the end, uh, we're available on YouTube if you're watching the video. And we're also on uh, Google and Apple Podcasts. So uh, please uh, keep... Keep listening and keep reaching out. So for today, we, we thought that it would be helpful to talk a little bit about AV programming and where do programmers go when they're looking to advance their career. So um, there are, I think, a there's a cha changing of the, the direction, I think, of the way uh, we're seeing the the pro control programming world going. Uh, there's, we've talked a little bit about control, uh, and we've talked. I'm sorry about configuration versus programming, and we've talked a little bit about HTML5 and needing to learn uh, new technologies because that's the way the the industry is asking us to to be uh, either learning or growing. But there's also the idea that we have programming languages that are outside the industry and what, what is their relevance to the AV world? So uh, what I mean by that is, um, you know, so you have the idea that there's proprietary languages that most AV programmers work in, but then many of them, especially the ones that are coming out of school nowadays or that, that are coming to us from outside the industry, know Python and they know C sharp and they, they know, um, Java and JavaScript and, and, uh, there's the, how, what, what can we do with those languages? And, and, um, it's kind of, this topic's kind of near and dear to me because it's one of the things that I've uh, invested in, in my company and in my team to, to be able to bring new technologies to advance the capabilities of systems. So um, James, I, I know that programming is a background for you and kind of AV programming is something that you got into. Um, 
what do you feel you've, you can bring to like, what, what, what advice or what insight can you bring to programmers that are looking to expand their capabilities and, and, um, you know, how, how does that knowledge kind of fit into, to our world? Um, this is a great topic. Um, getting into the more advanced programming languages that are common across is a much needed skill, I feel, because we are now moving to a digital world where we want to get out of the black boxes and start moving freely. And HTML5 is really helping with that. But you still need to leverage the back end. Um, HTML5 is a client side and you need a server side as well. So using languages like Java, uh, C Sharp, Python, PHP, well, PHP is more front end too, but uh, you know, like those languages are vital to learn because they're very light, lightweight and they run on any device. You're not like blocks in, lock in, like if you buy a iPhone and you, those apps only work on an iPhone and then next year you need to buy an Android, you're out of luck. You got to go do this all over where if we can leverage the modern IT languages, whatever we throw on our iPhone, we can throw on our Android phone and or throw into a computer or web browser or even the cloud, making our lives easier, less boxes in the rooms and doing things via the cloud. I one of the things that I found is that there's also a time and a place for different languages. And one of the hard parts I think about the AV world is that, and I think we've talked about this a little bit, is you can bring a software developer into our world. And it's almost like you to give them uh, a whole bunch of tools and then you take them all away when they get into AV, whereas an AV programmer is used to not having a lot of tools. And then you give them the knowledge of these other languages and they have to, they, they, the, the challenge or the, the accomplishment is to, is to learn how to apply them in AV and also learn how the AV world supports them. So um, like what, one of the, the areas where you can very commonly see using outside languages is writing in middleware. So you're, if you want to connect um, to either pieces of software or you're connecting a device with a piece of software and you're able to write code that goes between those two APIs, uh, you that that can be done in in the language that's most appropriate or mo most effective, and it lives typically just on on a server somewhere. Um, but then when you have to, as as you mentioned, you have to deal with with boxes and and um, uh, other software platforms. It's important to understand what's supported and what isn't. So that that's that's one of the the big challenges. But the the idea that we're, we're, we're now dealing with secure connections and we're dealing with needing to parse JSON and we're needing to, to do things that we weren't, that weren't really weren't a part of the AV world, say five or 10 years ago, or at least commonly part of it. It's, um, 
it's almost uh, a it's almost a must to have somebody who who knows how to to live in that world when they need to. Yeah, no, definitely. And so, like, my advice is to someone who came from the traditional AV programming and want to learn. Um, I go back to what I mentioned in early episodes: is pick up a Raspberry Pi. Um, that's uh, always a fun project to pick them up. You can learn very easily. And what's even great with besides learning on it, the best way to learn is making mistakes. And they're so cheap and easy enough that even if you make a mistake and you wipe it, you start over, you're out maybe an hour of time instead of like writing a computer uh, program on a computer and then you got to reinstall the operating system, all that stuff. You that could take you all day where a Raspberry Pi is like an hour of time. And I think also you mentioned in a previous episode too about having a project. So pick, pick something that you want to do and it may, may not even be something that you have to do for your job, but something that you want to accomplish or something that would be neat to do. So at least you have an outcome that you're going after, because I think trying to learn without a, an objective can be hard. Yes. Um, like I don't recall if I mentioned the one project I actually started the Raspberry Pi was, was my uh, aquarium controller. So that was kind of my entering into control before even doing AV. And um, so, yeah, it's having those projects in mind is very key. And there's tons of resources online when you're stuck in these modern languages like C sharp or Python or PHP, a simple, Hey, how you do this in Google, you're going to yield tons of results. Unlike if you type in, Hey, how do you do this in Netlinks for AMX, for example, you're very limited. Um, the Google, Google searches will probably be a little less in depth than if you're talking about a C-sharp program. I, I agree. And I actually was going to touch on uh, the idea that, it, that the languages are certainly the vehicle and that you need to use to get the outcome, but it's also the, the thought process. So one of the things that I think by working in modern programming languages and, and, um, and, and if you want to truly migrate toward being more of a software developer, you have to also learn the, the fundamentals of software development. So that could be language independent, where you're learning about object-oriented coding, where you're learning about good best practices for uh, using uh, source uh, archival systems. And when, when you're learning to format code or, or how, regardless of the language, how do you interface with a certain with a certain device or a certain API or a certain um, like a like a restful API that that's very common uh, and it can be applied in many different ways in different products and different languages approach it uh, to to be able to get an outcome. So learning it in one allows you to learn it in in many others, but you need to understand what it is that a RESTful API is to start with. So I think all of those kind of contribute to the idea of, hey, um, 
I want to move towards software development because this is that this is what is uh, a a staple in that world. You know, you ask any software developer, and likely they're going to be able to talk to you on that topic. Oh, definitely, software developers can definitely uh, talk your ear off. So, <clears throat> the the you know where as we're going to wrap up, you know, one thing to think about is the why. So, what is um, what, what, what do we want to accomplish by doing this? Although it's a good idea um, to advance your skills and to, to do, you know, it sounds exciting. Um, is it, but, but where does that fit into the, the um, you know, so somebody's uh, career uh, path or, or where does that fit into uh, being able to be more successful at, at, at AV programming? Uh, I'll, um, from your perspective, what, 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 would you recommend or how, how would you advise somebody? I, I think you really nailed it there. And that's even in traditional AV programming, software developing, or life in general. Um, know your end goal. Know what you want to do. Um, it took me a while to figure this one out. I, I learned this one kind of the hard way. And that's I'm now working on my uh, MBA. It's not anything with programming, but when I started to work for my master's, I about eight years ago, I started out and I had a lot of people talking in my ear. They're like, oh, don't go for your MBA. Go for this. Go for that. Uh, one of the things they talked me into doing was Homeland Security because I did all the security cameras at that time. And I, I started to look into it and I did enjoy the topic but it really wasn't going to do anything for me and when i took a break and then i came back from my masters i sat down i'm like personally what is my end goal in life and once i had that end goal then i like what is my path to get there um and then that's what I started to do. And I had people say, oh, don't go for MBA, go for MIT because you do technology. You're going to get your master's. It's going to be done. I'm like, nothing against the MIT program, but it's really geared for teaching. I don't want to be a teacher. So that's kind of what you want to look at with programming is what is your end goal? If you want to become a true software developer, Find the path that's going to get you there, uh, especially with all these modern languages. You find that path and then you learn the way to get there. Uh, so know your end goal, find the path, learn to get there. I think that's a great uh, point of advice, and I don't think I can add much more to that. So yeah. probably a good place for us to end. Uh, but I, but I, this is a good topic, and I think that it's something that if anybody is interested and wants to talk more um, I think we could certainly have a follow-up, but, but if there's specific questions about it, if they want us to expand on a certain area, let us know. Um, this, is a, this is a good one because I think it's a lot, uh, it's a lot of people are starting to think about it. So uh, please reach out to us and let us know. And um, James, how can people get in touch with you and, uh, and learn more about what you're doing? Um, if you learn about what I'm doing, just Google me. I'm sure you'll find me. Uh, but easiest is on Twitter. Uh, handle is AV underscore James King. Um, I am on the weekly podcast with the AV Life besides this one as well. 
And I'm also the writer for the higheredav.com where I write for uh, the column, the IT and AV. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. Wonderful. I, uh, Steve could be reached at Steve Greenblatt on most uh, social media platforms. Uh, LinkedIn is a place that I do some posting and sharing. I am also active on AV and the AM as with uh, James on Sundays on Twitter. Check that out. Um, I, I do a little bit of writing for uh, AV technology. So if you want to check out my articles there, they're on avnetwork.com. And I'd love to hear what uh, everyone thinks. And we, uh, as always, want to receive your questions. We want to make sure that this is make, uh, satisfying the listeners and uh, desires, and, and we're addressing the topics that everyone wants to hear. So please reach out and let us know. That's what we have for today. And this has been Ask the Programmer.